This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Erica Polsonelli, and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast, where we talk all things spirituality, ascension, health, wellness, and beyond. I'm so excited that you are here. Come on in. Hello guys and welcome to another episode. I'm calling this my birthday episode because my birthday is tomorrow once you guys receive this, October 19th. And I have to give credit where credit is due. The Balance Bond gave me this idea to do this type of episode. It's not really my personality to be like, it's my birthday, which is what we'll get to in this episode. But um I respect and honor and love those people who are like that for their birthdays. It's just something weird within me that I was just never like that. But she does a birthday episode each year. And she usually shares like the certain number, whatever her age is, a certain number of things that have impacted her. Mine's going to be a little bit different. She just dropped in the idea that I should do a solo birthday episode. And when I got that idea, I knew exactly what topic I wanted to talk about. And there are a few different things. So I wanted to discuss birthdays. I wanted to discuss life cycles. It's been something I want to talk about because I'm currently going through one. And I think it would be really informative and exciting for you guys to learn about the yogic life cycles and the idea and the energy behind getting older and wiser. So let's start with birthdays. So I don't know why birthdays have always been uncomfortable for me. I was never the person that was super excited about my birthday. I would get really emotional. And I remember at a young age, I believe it was my 13th birthday after my family left and we had cake and we had a celebration. I just went up to my room and was just like (laughs) the saddest ever. And the celebration was wonderful. My family is great. Like I'm not really sure where this nostalgia comes from, but I just always felt uncomfortable with getting older and then being celebrated on my birthday. I really have no idea why, (laughs) but that's just something that I've dealt with most of my life. And apparently it might be a Libra thing because I have a friend who's Libra and she recently posted a meme of like, it's my birth, like in August being like, it's my birthday in October. And then like your birthday comes and you're like sitting there and you're like, meh. And it's just, the meme was perfect and described exactly what I felt like my whole entire life. However, with that being said, things have changed. And I think with finding my purpose and really coming into who I am meant to be in this lifetime and on this earth, I've been able to lean in more to the celebration. And I'm a Leo rising, so it's not about attention. I'm totally fine with having a lot of attention on me. But in this case, it's just different. I can't explain it. But as I said, it has been getting a bit more enjoyable and exciting as I grow older. And I feel like it's so interesting. When I was young, I would look at older people or like grandparents and people of that age and just be like, oh, they're old. I'm young. And like period the ends, like I'll stay young, they'll stay old. (laughs) And then you get to like your 30s and you realize like, oh my goodness, like I am growing older and I'm growing wiser. And the experience that I've had with each year has been so positive. And I know in our culture and our society, I think there's such 
emphasis on staying young, on anti-aging. And if we were to anti-age or not age, that would mean we're not gaining the wisdom and insight and experience that is truly transforming us to fulfill our dharma, our purpose, and our truth. So I just want to share if anyone is in their 20s listening to this, like when you get into your 30s, I feel it's the best decade thus far. And then I know people say that about their 40s too, like they've never felt so embodied and so aligned to their truth. And I truly want to believe that things just get better and better. And with age comes so much insight, so much experience and so much wisdom. And I had the best time growing up. I had the best 20s partying my butt off, but I wouldn't trade where I am today for anything at all. And, um, of course I do things like a great skincare routine. I eat healthy and all the things that can help me stay as youthful and radiant as possible. And I have this philosophy that I just want to look as good as I feel and feel really, really, really great and aligned with this young nature that lives within me. And that youth is forever within us. It's if we decide to feed it and fuel it and tap into it. And find that energy of playfulness and of love and joy. So I feel so grateful to grow old. I feel so grateful that I'm in my mid-30s now doing exactly what I love and what I feel I'm meant to do. And with every stage of life, it brings a different energy. And in my 20s, when I first found the practice and I couldn't wait to share it, I shared from such this naive space and it was beautiful and it was glorious and it was exactly the way it should be. And I shared with this excitement and this purity. And now in my 30s, I come and share in such a different, I feel like I'm I'm like 80 years old compared to what I felt like when I was in my 20s just because of the life experiences and the meditation practice and what it's brought me. And it's, it's such a different phase. It's so deep. It's so profound. And I am so grateful for each passing year and for all that it offers and brings. So if you're someone who has a difficult time, quote unquote, getting older or celebrating yourself as you increase in age, I really believe with every passing year, we are that much stronger. We're that much wiser. And that is something that is just indescribable. And when you're doing the inner work, it's something to be celebrated. So I wanted to spend some of this episode celebrating those little shifts that have happened within me. And I hope that they inspire you and expand your mind. Um, I always, I feel like I always talk about with community members, especially through DM, like those moments where you recognize your own growth and you step back and you're like, look at me. Like my old self, my younger self would have responded or reacted or would have the thoughts that corresponded with this lower frequency. And look at what I'm choosing today. And There have been a lot of things that happened over the summer internally, really not externally at all, just a lot of internal struggle and conflict that pushed me so deeply to grow. 
And I've had a podcast about this to tell you guys about the discomfort of this past season for me. And I'm actually going to share with you something that makes a lot of sense of why I went through that. So we're going to touch on it astrologically, but we're also going to touch on it with life cycles. But before we get there, I wanted to share a recent experience I had that I hope can help you to expand even further and to trust even deeper. The I What I've noticed as I turn 35, something that I've truly, and I'm getting emotional as I say this because my whole journey started from lacking trust, from having zero faith, and from living in a state of constant, perpetual fear. And as I turned 35 over the past few weeks, something I've really given myself a pat on the back for because I believe that my hard work and my practice and my daily practice, my consistency, but also what the blessings of the universe have brought me, it's that co-creation, it's me and the universe, has been this unwavering trust. And This is something that I think comes further along in the spiritual journey because it's not easy to have faith and believe in the unseen. It's not easy to trust when you don't know what's going to show up next, but it is a complete vibrational shift when we can. So I had this experience recently where it was something with a friend where there was an agreement and it was beautiful. It was wonderful. And it was great for both parties, but something within me just wondered if it was truly the best for her and for the other party. And she was happy with our agreement and I was happy with our agreement, but my intuition kicked in and was like, I don't know, like I might want more for her as my friend outside of this agreement that we have together, even though it's mutually um, beneficial. So... A few weeks went by and we're in this agreement. We have this agreement together and we met up and she wanted to share with me that she had some quote unquote bad news. And I was like, oh goodness, is everything okay? What's wrong? And she shared with me that she had to break our agreement. And this isn't business. It's just something, I don't want to share all the personal details, but it's, it's personal. It's our personal life. And she shared with me why she needed to to break the agreement, she was most likely nervous because um, she knew that this would put me in an interesting place and I would have to play a little bit of catch up. And, um, And of course our agreement was now broken and we didn't have the plans that we were really excited about together. And I looked at her and I said, I listened to her new scenario and the new path she's taking. And in that moment, even though this technically impacts me. I was not thinking about myself at all. And I listened to her new scenario, new path. And I was like, this is the path for you. And I am so happy for you. Like I am beyond happy for you because this feels right. And I would have loved if our agreement worked out. I would have loved if we came together in that way. But I really feel that although I'm not part of this next scenario and path. I really feel like this is right for you and I'll figure my end out. And of course she was relieved and 
we we just both appreciate and respect each other on on just a very deep level and i would never want anyone being in an agreement or a relationship with me that's not getting what they ever dreamed of and even more than that because energy is everything to me. So after this, I was like, okay, this is a little bit of a bummer. I have some work to do now and I have some catch up to play and I could have very easily got into a space of, oh my goodness, I'm not going to meet this deadline now. I'm not going to be able to complete what I have to complete and I could have gotten to a whole rabbit hole of negativity, of scarcity, of lack. And instead, I leaned in and I said, look at how this worked out for her at the last minute. Look at all the abundance she's feeling. Look at the happiness and the connection. Look at the deeper connection she now has to the universe because the universe pulled through for her in the most wild way at the 11th hour. I'm going to trust that that could happen for me too in this situation. And she's going to have her beautiful abundant path. And that's not going to take away from my abundant path. And I'm going to be able to lean into this space and know that it's possible for me too in this scenario. And that's the space I've been leaning into. And I know that whatever's meant to come through will absolutely come through. But in this moment, I was able to look at myself. I was able to reflect back onto how my older self or my former self, my younger self would have responded and the thoughts that could have come in. And instead, I completely embraced the joy and the happiness of my friend that she so deserves and the faith and the trust in knowing that I will have that too and that I deserve that too and that if I align to that frequency, that will be mine as well. And it was just such a a beautiful observation in that moment. And I share this with you because I promise you while you're on this path, every single day you are having these mini moments where there's evidence of your work. We get up every morning, we go to our practice every morning and I know the immediate benefits I get. I know that it's great for my body. I'm oxygenating my system. I'm calming my nervous system. I'm helping the body to detoxify. I'm feeling calmer throughout the day. But then there's these other moments where shit might hit the fan and you're able to lean into the unseen. You're able to know and trust in the divine plan and that the universe does have your back and the universe supports you and the universe is going to respond to the frequency that you are emitting. So if I went into lack, I might see lack. If I went into scarcity, I might see scarcity. If I went into fear, I might be presented with something that I should be fearful about. But instead, it's staying in this moment of abundance, of knowing, of trust, of faith. And I just feel so grateful to be on that frequency. And I wish it for anyone who's after that that's listening on the other side because that is what brought me to this practice, the absolute lack of that. And to be here and have such this firm understanding and belief it, it makes my life happier. It makes life easier. I'm able to flow more. And that is what comes with the practice. So I wanted to share that story, although I'm being general and vague. I hope that you were able to really take away the main message from that. And um, yeah, it was really special. And I just thought I would share that there was something coming up. And I think it's a really big lesson to embody faith and surrender 
and it's not easy, but you can be on that frequency. And a daily practice truly, truly helps with that because you're able to align to that energy of the universe. You're able to flow. You're able to receive the blessings. And the more you receive, the more your faith grows. So with this, I wanted to go into the life cycles. So as you guys know, I feel like I talked about this so much, but my summer was really insane. (laughs) It was not fun. I came here, I recorded the episode on my summer and um, part of the production team, Ashley, was just like after we recorded the episode, she was like, I'm so sorry. Like you had the hardest summer. And I'm just like, "It's, it's okay. Like it's nothing to be sorry about. I appreciate that. It's nothing to be sorry about. It's just... With every difficult chapter that you come out of, you are going to come out of it that much more aligned, that much more focused, that much more intuitive, that much more connected. So just know that no matter what phase or chapter you're in right now, the other side of it is like, whoa, because right now in the chapter that I'm in, there's so much change coming, which I can't wait to share with you guys. There's just so many things in the works that are like, holy crap, life trajectory shifting and changing and timeline hopping. But it's also this connection that I haven't felt since the beginning of my spiritual journey, like the most lit, the most connected, the most aligned. And it came, it followed a really dark season. So while I was in this season, I started to look into this thing called life cycles in yogic scripture. And basically there are three yogic life cycles and I'm going through one of them. So we'll start with the one I'm going through because that is the initial. It's the first one. But just to share, each cycle contains its own experiences, its own opportunities to expand spiritually, mentally, and physically. And the first one is the seven-year cycle, and it's the cycle of consciousness. And this one is the most fundamental to our identity. And if you remember, I didn't realize this when I shared the last podcast, but I was having like almost like an identity crisis over the summer. And I was having this ridiculous ego death that felt so uncomfortable. So this comprises the ways in which we judge the world. We determine our values and we discover our attractions, distractions, as well as understand our purpose on a deeper level. So that's the seven-year cycle. So from birth, our brains grow, they prune themselves, we hone in on experiences that serve our destiny. And the first seven, you may have heard developmentally, even spiritually, I've heard before that like when children are under seven, they're really connected to the other side and other realms because that is the the first cycle of consciousness. And that identity and consciousness is forming in the first seven years. So how we come out of these cycles realigns us and emerges us to our destiny. So right now I'm in the seven year cycle of consciousness. I'm turning seven, I'm turning 75. <laughs> I feel like it after this summer. 
I'm turning 35 and it makes sense. I've had another awakening. My consciousness had expanded. My I had an ego death. My ego's always present, but there was a death this summer and my perspective has completely shifted. How I'm coming, my identity in relationships was huge with the Venus retrograde. Coming into this space of how I show up in relationships and friendships and I relate to this so deeply. So the next cycle is the 11-year cycle, and this is the one of intelligence, and it emphasizes our intelligence and our ability to manifest our thoughts, the capacity to act on what we know, and the sharpness to evaluate the results of our choices. So really becoming aware that our thoughts create our reality. And every 11 years, we wake up to this on a deeper level. And in numerology, the 11 is associated with mastery of learning. So as you continue, you find new strategies, new approaches to things, um, strategies that have worked for you and felt aligned to you, some that haven't. And this, this is a cycle of intelligence and it's one of learning, it's completing, it's expanding knowledge, uncovering methods that reveal your purpose and your path. So if you're 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, that is the cycle of intelligence. And then finally, we have the 18-year cycle, which has a lot to do about the physical body. So every 18 years, you might start to discover what's working for your physical body, what's not working for your physical body. And in addition to that, you might feel physical upgrades to the body. So we have this subtle energy. I'm very sensitive to the subtleties and the subtle body. Um, it's the energy around us. It's beyond the physical. And with every 18 years, you become more sensitive to that. So an example might be changing something for a healthier lifestyle, maybe seeing how caffeine or energy drinks affect you, um, seeing the effects of stress on your body at work or in relationships. And then by age 54 to 72, or that's the third revolution of this life energy cycle, nature starts to really become prevalent within us. It starts to support us, help us thrive even further, increase our vitality. And um, that's like the full maturation of this cycle. It moves us from instinct and impulse to intuition and wisdom. So every 18 years, that's what we're being downloaded with. Just more of that intuition, more of that wisdom. And the Kriyas and the meditations help us. But one that's great for when you're going through any of these life cycles is the Kirtan Kriya. And we have that coming up on Evolve. If it hasn't already dropped, no, it hasn't yet when you'll, you'll be listening to this, but the, the newest Kirtan Kriya is coming up on Evolve. And it's actually said that that brings your body back into rhythm, into its natural rhythm, and can also help with your period and regulating that. So I thought it was really interesting to share about these life cycles. And I hope that this is 
valuable to you, you come back to it as you go through one of these major life shifts. Some are going to feel more than others. This past one was apparently really intense for me because I had a square around my son. But this one was, yes, it was a life cycle. I was, I'm turning 35. And also, it was the Venus retrograde that really impacted me as well as a square around my son. So I don't want you to be scared that if you're coming up on a life cycle, you're going to be like, Erica, had the worst summer ever. Oh no, I'm scared. No, everything is different. And I think all of this weaves together astrology, life cycles, numerology, all the things play an impact. So I just wanted to thank you guys so much for being here, being part of this conversation, coming back each week, allowing me to feel so safe to just share all the things with you, literally. More things to come though, more things to come and I can't wait to share as they get closer. Um, But I thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being on this journey. Thank you for helping me continue to go deeper into my destiny, my dharma. And I hope that you feel the same. I hope that when you come here, a lot of this rings true to you. It It feels familiar to your soul and the practice the practice, just helping you dive deep into who you are truly meant to be, your highest self. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to see you next time. May the long time sun shine upon you. Satnam. Satnam.